but yeah, no, um, a lot of people, and this is, I was wanted to tell you this, is a lot of people think something happened with them. You know, a lot of people think that, like, like what you were saying earlier, that, that they got into an argument or something. I don't know if that's true. I hope it isn't. But then I saw this YouTuber the other day, and he did this video, and he was like, Daft Punk isn't, isn't done, and, and here's why. And he was basically saying, like, you know, they only put out an album, like, every seven years, and it's been, like, nine years since Random Access Memories came out, so... I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like, that, that Daft Punk um, Random Access Memories cutout that I have, that, I got that in 2013. And they won the Grammys in 2014. Remember? Oh yeah, so they toured in 1997. And I, I, I looked it up. They played 70 shows in 1997. I think that was after the first album, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that was right after Homework came out. Um, let's see. So this is... And then 2007 they toured and they only played 40 shows. 12 of which were in, um, in America. And... Uh, <laughs> It was funny because I, I actually heard somebody tell me once that they actually got to see Daft Punk in 2007. <laughs> I'm really jealous because I never got to. And then, you remember, I, I showed you this album, the Live Alive 2007, like years ago. I remember we always played it because it's cool that they remixed it. But like, well, this what I wanted to say was, when you think when you think Daft Punk, like in your opinion, what's like the first song that you... Um, that you think of. <laughs> if you if you only had, I know there's a lot, um, but if you only had, if you could only narrow it down to one. <sighs> um, it's it's like a mixture of stuff from. Oh man, it's it's a hard one because they have so many great songs. Right. Well, like for me. I mean, the first thing. Right now in my head, the first thing I'm thinking of is Robot Rock, because we just listened to that. Yeah, that's a good one. But also, I really like One More Time and right. and uh, Lose Yourself to Dance and Get Lucky. See, for me, and, and you know this because I told you, but like Discovery and Random Access Memories are my two favorites. Yeah, I, same with me. And it was weird because Discovery was the best seller for years, and then finally when Random Access Memories came out, they ended up winning, um, like, seven Grammys or nine Grammys or something like that. But, like, Human After All is a good album. I, I do like it. Like, Human After All, the first track, that one's all right. Prime Time of Your Life, I like. Robot Rock, that was the hit from it. Steam Machine. Uh, believe it or not, Make, Make Love is one of my favorite songs because it's just, like, this instrumental with bass. The Brainwashers kind of uh, kind of hurts my ears when I listen to it. Same with On and Off. Television Rules a Nation's good, but it's better live because they combine it with other songs. Technologic, that was their that was their biggest hit from this album, and I kind of always just have you you seen the music video? I don't. Know. It's like this like animatronic like baby head or something like talking, and then you see Thomas and Guy playing their instruments. It's weird. Oh my god, that's that's just like um that's just like the Gorillas music video on D sides. Um Rocket. It it has like a 
it has like a demon head and it's like saying like the lyrics and right stuff. or i i think of um you know with in the dare music video the for by gorillas the the talking head that's what i think of kind of but well that one that, that's human after all you know um god i could probably talk about discovery for like hours because it's just Is that the first album you heard um you think well, all right. It wasn't the first album I heard, but it had the first the first two songs by Daft Punk that I ever heard was "One More Time" and "Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger." And I remember. All right, so for me, and this, this is what I this is one thing I did want to talk about was when I got into Daft Punk, I was and I, you probably heard the story, but I'll say it anyway. But I was in high school, sophomore year, two thousand eight. And I was in, I think, like, one of my study classes. And this, um, a friend of mine at the time, he was on Wikipedia during his off time, and he was, like, looking at Daft Punk, and he was looking at pictures. And then I happened to glance over, and I saw these pictures of these robots, and I was like, what the heck is that? And, of course, you know, I was a teenager, so I thought, oh, my God, robots are so cool. So I went over to him and asked him about it, and... He was like, oh, this is Daft Punk. Have you ever heard of them before? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, yeah. He, he was like, they just finished, because it was in 2007, they had done done their tour. And he was telling me, he's like, yeah, they just had this big world tour last year, but they haven't done anything since. And uh, so then, of course, I thought it was super cool. So then I ended up looking up Daft Punk. Then I remember I went to my library and they didn't have any Daft Punk albums, but they had, like, these two, like, you know, like, the Now Hits kind of, like, CDs, those Now yeah. CDs. They had, like, some sort of, like, dance one. And one of one of them had One More Time on it, and another one had Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. And that's all I listened to. And then, you know, YouTube. Thank God YouTube was around, because YouTube was how I was able to, like, listen to all their other songs until I eventually ended up buying the albums. But, um... But anyway, um, you know, it, after that, I did research. I looked Daft Punk up, and I basically learned as much as I could about them. Because for me, at least, when I get into a band or something, I'll end up researching it and learning everything about the members, everything about the albums. And, um, yeah, then, of course, and I'm glad you got to see it too, but Interstellar 5555. Great movie. Yeah, I I want to say I've seen it like ten times. I remember I I saw it. It was in parts. Someone put it on YouTube, but it was in parts. And I, and I I remember once I didn't watch them in order. I watched them out of order. But um, it's really good, and I wish they made a sequel like with Random Max's Memories. But that would have been. What would it be? Interstellar six 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 six. Yeah, that'd be weird. Or ten ten ten. Right. But that's, that's, that's another thing is, um, it is true from, from human after all to, um, Random Max's memories, it was like seven years or whatever that they made an album. So that's why everybody keeps thinking that just because they put out this, this epilogue video about them being done, a lot of people don't think that, that they're done. And I know you were, you were asking me last night you know, what, what you, th- what I think, and what I thought, the day I watched that video, what I thought was that 
they're not they're not done i think they're just they're saying they're done so everyone goes crazy listening to them and they build up hype and then they're maybe like next year like this year they'll drop another album because i remember a couple years back um no i think it was only it was recently it was like a year ago there was rumors that daft punk was in the studio and everyone was saying that they were going to do a track with Coldplay <laughs> and stuff and uh yeah no i that would be cool because that's another band that i love and I know, I know you like Coldplay too but nobody knows but anyway interstellar 555 was daft punk had worked with a japanese animator and they basically he basically did a, a, an entire anime film it's a silent film but the and it became a major success yeah it did and i think this is this is that was what it took that made daft punk really really popular in japan but so the movie has no, it has little, like, minimal sounds. I think they only use, like, a few sounds. Like, there's a, a sound of rain in one part, and there's a sound of, like, the spaceship taking off. But it's literally, there's it's silent, there's no dialogue or anything, and the entire soundtrack is the whole Discovery album. So if, if you've never listened to Discovery, I would recommend watching Interstellar 555 and... Because I don't know about you, but if I listen to it, if I listen to Discovery now, I picture the movie in my head. Yeah. Like I picture like the opening track one more time. Because in in the Interstellar five 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 movie, the one more time, um, you know, you hear that song and then you see all the all four of the alien characters and they're all performing that song on their planet and it's there's a lot of colors and visuals and it's a really nice thing, you know. But that is Interstellar 555. And in 2005, after they made their third album, Human After All, they, Daft Punk directed their own movie called Electroma. It's basically... It wasn't them in the costumes. It was obviously actors, but um, it was about two robots, basically. They live on a planet of all robots that look exactly the same, and they just there is something inside them that wants them to be different so they ended up putting on like these these like latex human faces over their robot helmets to try to look human and uh i haven't i haven't seen that movie in years but i remember the end of the movie basically ends with um thomas's character um doesn't want to live anymore so the guy the guy character in the movie um he ends up taken off his helmet and he ends up setting the Thomas character to self-destruct and then that character blows up and basically the movie ends and that is basically the clip that they reused when they made the epilogue video um I I I really I think it was last week when Daft Punk announced their uh their retirement or their their breakup as a band or whatever whatever it was but year it was I want to say it was like 2007 Kanye West uh, had made he had made a new song called Stronger and in the song he actually sampled the harder better faster stronger um, or he sampled bits from the song and I guess I guess Daft Punk was okay with it because they contacted him or he contacted them and they ended up performing together and uh, 
you know, it, it was an it was an all right song. Like I love Daft Punk. It doesn't mean I like every um, everything that they did or everything they were involved with because I don't think everything was great. But that's that's just my opinion. But there's artists that I wish Daft Punk would have worked with. Like I would have loved to see if Daft Punk worked with like Dead Mouse or something because he's another artist that I love. But. I did think it was cool in the Tron Legacy movie that they made a cameo in that. Yeah, yeah, that, that was. That was really cool. I, I do think they should have had, like, a bigger part in it, but right. I, I thought it was cool that um that guy said, can you guys play something, like, more upbeat more or, upbeat something? or something? Yeah. And then one of them, like, points it and he's like, yeah, right. whatever. No, that, that was good. Um... The, the Tron Legacy soundtrack, like, for for those of you who don't know, all the music was done by Daft Punk. I personally never saw the original, but from my friend, he, he uh, told me about it, and then I saw the cameo, and I thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was funny, because I remember when Tron Legacy came out, I found out that they, that Daft Punk was doing the music for it, and I, I knew nothing about Tron, but of course, I went out to go see Tron in the movie theaters... And I remember seeing that cameo of Daft Punk, and I loved it. And then years later, I went back and watched the original um, 80s Tron movie, like the first one. And for for its time, I thought it was a good movie, but obviously I liked Tron Legacy better. And I remember, I think Disney planned on having a third Tron movie, which would have been great, because Daft Punk probably would have did the music for it. But then that didn't work. I guess that never went through, but I guess recently, like this year, Disney was talking about a third Tron movie, and I think it's supposed to be called like Tron 3 Flynn Lives or something, I don't know, but if Daft Punk are really done um, as a group, or done with the mu- with music in general, then they're probably not going to get them to do the music, so, I don't know, but it's definitely, it's a good album, they made the Tron Legacy soundtrack, and then a year or two after that, um, they made it was called it was called Tron Legacy Reconfigured. It was basically the entire Tron soundtrack or like songs from it that other electronic artists remixed. So that's cool, especially if you like like electronic music and DJs and stuff. But uh, I do have a theory, like you do, that that they're not really quitting, like you said earlier. That um that they're kind of like. Hyping it up a little bit because they might like make another album at least. Right, that's that's really what I'm thinking. But of course, I'm only thinking that because I love Daft Punk so much, and I guess just in general the thought that they're not gonna make any more music kind of is sad. And then again, um, then again, I looked them up on Wikipedia and I found out that uh, Thomas did like some solo stuff. Like, like I really like that uh, song before he joined Daft Punk. It was Music Starts With You. Uh, music Sounds Better With You. Yeah, and that's a really good song. Yeah, that was the only hit. I uh, Stardust, it was a side Stardust. project that Thomas did. Um, and it was only one hit. And, and, you, if you, and if you guys are curious, that I believe that song, it, it's on Spotify. You can find it on YouTube. It's called Music Sounds Better With You. I think that's the only song Stardust did. Yep, that was, they had that one hit, which honestly, I think if, if, I think if I were Thomas, I would have just added that song on a Daft Punk album, but he didn't. But it's a good song. Um, and Guy, 
I think, I don't think, from what I know, Guy didn't make, he didn't do any solo music, but he, he is a producer, and he did start his own um, record company, Yeah. and they've put out, they've put out a few songs since then, I, I wish I could name them, I really, I, I don't know them, but I remember reading about them. I read on the Wikipedia that, um, that like, uh, I forget what artist, but I read a couple days on Wikipedia that, like, some artist went up to Guy and, and said, can you produce my album? And and Guy said that he was, like, flattered, and he ended up producing the album for the guy and stuff. And I just thought that was really cool that he did that for him. Yeah, no, that is, that's, that's awesome, I mean. And I don't know, I don't know the, the, the process that it is as far as working with Daft Punk because there's not a lot of artists that have worked with Daft Punk like Kanye West worked with them on that that one track um The Weeknd's worked with with Daft Punk twice and Pharrell Williams. Pharrell Williams obviously with when they did the Random Access Memories album they had a lot of um collaborations and two of the songs they did nice with um with Pharrell Williams, um, "Get Lucky" and "Lose Yourself to Dance" were, were two songs featured with Pharrell that they did. What What's that other guy's name? The other one that was on "Get Lucky" and "Lose Yourself to Dance." Oh, uh, Nile Rodgers. He was the guitarist for the band Chic back in the seventies. He did all the guitar work basically on Random Access Memories, and his guitar is a very like disco funk kind of sound, very unique. I just, I just thought that Niall Rogers and Pharrell Williams did a wonderful job with Daft Punk and Random Access Memories. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, and um, I think it was a wonderful job. I, uh, I, I, I do have, I do have a hard time like, I do have a hard time like uh, deciding which album I like best because I really like Discovery, but I also really like Random Access Memories. Yeah, um, but then again, I also like some songs off Daft, F, uh, Daft Punk Homework and uh, Human After All. Right, right, same, same here. Um, until Random Access Memories came out, Discovery was their, like I said before, Discovery was their biggest hit, their biggest album, as far as singles and sales went. You know, I was literally surprised when my friend here told me. That random access memories actually was even more popular than Discovery. Yeah, and I, I didn't know at first either. I remember looking online later on, like a, maybe a year or two after the album was out, and it was certified diamond, which is a higher um, album sales certification than platinum. I, I think diamond is a is a billion copies, and platinum's like a million. So, but Jeez. just in general, even even to even get like a million sales is is impressive um and i remember staying up really late in 2013 or, or 2014 when they had the grammys and i remember watching daft punk and when they were announcing that they had they won song of the year for get lucky and then they won album of the year for random access memories i remember being so shocked like i didn't cry but i definitely teared up i was very happy to see them and that's another thing if you could see footage on youtube and Thomas and Guy kind of, they they kind of embrace each other and they have like a really long hug because you know they've just they've been friends for years and they both accomplished something you know I don't think anyone else has ever 
done anything like the way they do with music and especially now if you look at I can you can name them a long list of DJs now they will always cite Daft Punk as their biggest inspiration because Daft Punk I remember reading in a, in a news article that they were calling Daft Punk the grand the grandfathers of electronic music and it's pretty true I would say because and it's hard to believe um, Daft Punk has been around since 1993 basically they're they're basically as old as me so you know basically I have to take credit to my friend here because he showed me a lot of different music over the years and I ended up liking it you know like not just Daft Punk but like Gorillaz Daft Punk obviously I know Owl City Owl City which Blur, Oasis yeah and we'll definitely Coldplay depending on how how these podcasts go I would like to probably talk about Owl City and Adam Young and his music and his side projects because that's something that we that's something that me and my friend talk about a lot so i even found gotier pretty interesting too go yeah gotier was good too um it's kind of sad that he's kind of disappeared really as far like, as like i fell in love with um eyes wide open when i first heard it yeah it's funny because with that with that artist everyone likes somebody that i used to know but in in my personal opinion eyes wide open was kind of a better track and uh, definitely, and it had a good message because it was about environmental, you know, how we all want to change the world and make the world a better place, but we kind of just, we, we just get lazy and we just kind of, we wait around and we don't do anything and then the world's not getting any better, so. And we're back. Okay. So one thing a lot of people might know, might not know or might know, depending on if they're a fan of Daft Punk or if you've heard of them at all, is the fact that they started... They basically started the craze as far as um, electronic musicians go with wearing a, like a mask or like a face covering. They started that. So what happened was back in... They had their first album. Um, they had their first album, Homework. And I, I think there's really not much of them with their showing their faces. And then after that, they, they were putting stickers over their faces. Or there's an, actually an interview, if you guys have ever seen it. It's, they're wearing like these black like velvet bags yeah, over their head. That. Or these little like face coverings over their head while they're giving an interview. And it was basically... It was basically they wanted to put the music out, let people focus on the music so that they also wouldn't be getting bombarded by paparazzi and everything with their actual true faces so they could still live a normal life and not really just be bombarded constantly. And then when Discovery came out, um, they... And I actually watched a video recently. um, I'm going to show my friend later. But it's... They had contacted this i think he was like a set designer or like a prop creator or something and they said that they wanted to create these like robot helmets to go with their sound and he designed these robot helmets and basically after they had these robot helmets made you never see them not wearing them at least in public i I thought it was cool they made this like backup story to it that they were working in the studio and they had like some kind of accident and they turned into robots or something. Yeah, and it's funny you bring that up because I remember <laughs> when I was a teenager, 
When I first got into Daft Punk, I actually believed that that story was real. I actually thought like they, that, that they, you know, like he was just saying that they they got into an accident or some sort of electronic something happened and it, it caused them to have to be in robot outfits because like they they'd die or something if they weren't wearing it. And I actually believed it for a while that they were wearing these masks because like their faces were scarred or something. It's kind of like the same theory that that they came up with in the Star Wars movies for Vader. Right. That, yeah. That he has to wear his mask to survive. He's got to wear they got to wear their masks to breathe and and live, you know, because there's like a re- like respirators or something, but Except obviously now we know that that was just a, a made-up story and they're they're fine. It was just it probably gave them more publicity for sure coming up with a story like that. Like again, I I thought it was cool like at the award show after random access memories was such a hit like um that that uh they got their awards and i thought it was really cool that um they shook hands with aerosmith and pink and and like all those people on stage and they won all those grammys and i was just so proud for them yeah i was very happy and another artist at that time that I'm still a fan of was Lord, and she had actually she had just started out, and uh, she won Grammys that same year that Daft Punk won. So for me, at least as a viewer, that was like the best Grammy um, that I ever watched. Really, best Grammy um, ceremony that I ever watched. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was um, recently I had introduced Daft Punk to another friend, and he had asked me. He said do you own Daft Punk Greatest Hits or do you own something where I can kind of hear all their popular songs? And I said, I said, they don't really have a Greatest Hits album. I have right here. It's called Daft Punk Music Volume 1, 1993 to 2005. So basically, this is more like a, kind of like a Greatest Hits, but it was basically just their, their hits from Homework and Discovery and Human After All, like just their first three albums a little bit. And there's actually... There's a song called Musique that's on there. It's actually the opening track, and that was not on any of their main albums. I believe that was a that was a, a promotional single when Homework first came out. But that's on there. Then we have Defunk, which was from Homework, and Around the World, Revolutionary, 909, Alive, Rolling and Scratching. So all those songs that are listed, those are from Homework. Then they get into Discovery, which is One More Time, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, Something About Us. And then they go into the Human After All songs, which is Robot Rock, Technologic, and Human After All. And then the rest of the songs, they got Scott Groove's Mothership Reconnection. It's a song by Scott Groove. It's not an artist I've heard of, but it was a remix Daft Punk did. And then they have um, Ian Pooley, um, song called Chord Memory, and that was a Daft Punk remix. And then an artist named... Um, uh, Gabrielle, Forget About the World, and that was another Daft Punk remix, so, and that was another thing, is Daft Punk, in their early days, they did, they did remixes for some artists, but they really don't do it anymore, and I remember, and I know my friend likes this song as well, the Doing doing It Right from Random Access Memories. That was, that was Panda Bear, was it? Yes, um, so for that song, they worked with an artist named Panda Bear, and, um, there's a, there was did like a... music video for that one? No, they didn't. <laughs> they never Should've. did. But there on YouTube there was a like behind the scenes um collaborator series that they did for Random Access Memories. 
And on one of the episodes, they got to the track Doing It Right, and the artist that was featured was Panda Bear, who is actually really cool. He is from the band Animal Collective, which is an electronic group, and he he cited many times that he was inspired by Daft Punk um, from an earlier age, and he said when he had first started to get somewhere musically, you know, with his career, he actually reached out to Daft Punk and asked if they would remix one of his songs, and he said um, Thomas or Guy, I think it was Thomas that replied to him and said that they don't really do that kind of thing anymore. And then he said, you know, time went by and then years later after that, he he um, he emailed Daft Punk again and asked, could you remix one of my songs? And they said, well, we, we really don't do that. And then they said, well, maybe we can do a collaboration and make a song together which ended up being Doing It Right on Random Access Memories, which is actually a really good song if you ever check it out. Um, so we might as well briefly talk about Random Access Memories. This album came out in 2013. It's kind of what put Daft Punk back on the map because I feel like up until then, no one was really talking about Daft Punk. Well, maybe. Maybe some people were. I just, it wasn't an artist that I heard anyone really mention too much. But then um, they did this little, four, I want to say it was like a 15-second snippet of, um, of Get Lucky, and everyone like lost their minds over it, and everyone was like, wow, Daft Punk's back. And then finally in 2013, they dropped this album, Random Access Memories, and with a whole bunch of collaborators, which we'll probably get into at another time, but there's a lot of good songs on this. The biggest hit was Get Lucky and also Lose Yourself to Dance. And, um, Those are my two favorite tracks. On right. Those are good ones for I sure. I think those are my two top favorite, but also I do like a lot of the other songs on the album. Like, like honestly, when I listened to the album, I, I felt like there wasn't really any songs that were like skippable. And the same with Discovery. Right. Yeah, for sure. But like what we were saying earlier with like Human After All, that was like, that's an album that for me, it's not, it's not an album I want to listen to from start to finish. It's more of an album that I just play the tracks I want. And that's really it. I kind of just skip around. Um, Homework was like that for me too. But I think in later years, I've actually learned to kind of like every song from Homework. And um, I think... Human After All is, like, for fans at least, a popular opinion is it's kind of, like, what's considered their weakest album. And it was because they totally, uh, they tried new things and they tried, they they did different sounds and different effects with the songs. And I guess not a lot of people liked it as much as Discovery, but it was still a really good album. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was he... Um, Daft Punk collaborated with The Weeknd when he made his Starboy album and they actually did the entire instrumentation of Starboy so and if you ever want to hear that song without the vocals just to focus on the music aspect there's an instrumental on YouTube you can listen to but um, I remember there was an interview where they were talking about like they interviewed The Weeknd and they were asking him about Daft Punk and he said he was basically in the studio with them and he was getting ready to record his vocals or whatever and guy was playing on on a laptop like the drum part for starboy and the and of course the weekend said what is that and guy said oh this is the drum 
for the Starboy track, and then like he had him play the the, the instrument part through the speakers so they could hear it, and he loved how it sounded. And then later on after that, they did the song "I Feel It Coming," which is a really good song, and I and um, Daft Punk actually have a cameo in the music video as well. Um, and that that's a really good track as well, um, if you ever check that out. But other than that, I mean, there's a small list of artists that Daft Punk has worked with. I don't know how they choose what artists they want to work with. I guess as as musicians and producers, they must be really, really picky with the sounds that they want and the artists that they want to work with. So There was a theory that Michael Jackson wanted... Uh, liked their music but I guess like they never like officially collaborated or something yeah I, I heard something like that too that like Michael Jackson tried to reach out to them and they they politely I'm sure said like they just they weren't interested in working with him so they just never did and uh well, well we all know that Michael Jackson is like a famous musician and it's sad that he died but like I I know he was a great artist and um he did work with a lot of people right he had a he, lot of good songs and he made ama- amazing music right um thank you everyone for listening this concludes the first podcast that I've done um we are hopefully looking forward to doing more in the future, uh, coming up with a name for the podcast and introducing ourselves properly and our interests properly at some point. But, um, thank you so much for listening.